Welcome to the Morning Download Podcast, where we bring you all the essential information on personal finance, economics, and markets in just eight minutes a day. Join us as we dive into the world of finance, providing you with the knowledge and insights necessary to make better money decisions. In today's episode, we'll cover the underperformance of Netflix and Apple, the stagnant state of crypto, the unimpressive consumer price index, the rise in U.S. CPI by 0.6% in August, the fall in Netflix shares, the latest crypto news, tax-free incomes, and the wise words of P.T. Barnum on money. Hey there, investors. So it looks like we've got a bit of a bumpy ride on our hands. Netflix and Apple, two big players in the tech world, haven't been living up to our predictions. And hey, speaking of letdowns, crypto isn't exactly on the rise like we had hoped. Oh, and let's not forget about the consumer price index, which isn't exactly giving us a warm and fuzzy feeling. Now let's sprinkle in a fun fact for you. Did you know that the word salary actually has its roots in ancient Rome and the history of salt? Yeah, it's true. Back in the day, Roman soldiers were typically paid with coins. But get this, some people believe they were also paid with salt. In fact, there's even a theory that the word salary actually comes from the word salt because soldiers were given a salt allowance as part of their pay. Pretty interesting, right? So while we may be facing some challenges in the world of finance, it's always good to take a step back and learn a little something new. Who knows? Maybe that historical connection to salt will inspire our investments to be a little more savory. So let's talk about the economy and some recent news. The Consumer Price Index, which measures the change in prices paid by U.S. consumers, has gone up again. In August, it increased by 0.6%, reaching a 3.7% rise over the past year. If we look at the historical prices, we can see that the number has been steadily increasing since 2021 and has actually reached its highest level in over three decades in 2022. A decrease was expected in 2023, but it seems that things aren't going as planned. The Federal Reserve is now facing the challenge of deciding their next move. As of now, it seems unlikely that there will be an interest rate hike until November, given factors such as weaker consumer spending and a cooler job market in the U.S. Now let's talk about some specific factors contributing to this trend. Food prices, for example, have jumped by 4.9% between July 2022 and July 2023. However, this increase is lower compared to the 11.4% jump that occurred between August 2021 and August 2022. Various factors are at play here, including rising oil prices and the ongoing Russia-Ukraine war. When it comes to gas prices, they were actually the biggest contributor to the overall increase in August, accounting for over half of it. The gasoline index of the consumer price index rose by 10.6% during that month. This can partly be attributed to Saudi Arabia decreasing its oil production. Shifting our focus to the global scene, there are a couple of interesting developments. China has denied rumors of a ban on iPhones, which is good news for Apple and its consumers. On another note, the EU has announced that it will be investigating Chinese subsidies for electric vehicles. This probe aims to ensure fair competition in the market. Lastly, there is news from India indicating that the country might allow its businesses to list abroad, opening up new opportunities for Indian companies. That's a summary of the recent economic news and global developments. Did you catch the latest news on Netflix? Well, it seems like they had a bit of a fall recently. The stock closed lower by about 5.16%. The reason? 
CFO Spencer Newman gave some guidance on operating margins that wasn't exactly what investors were hoping for. You see, Newman mentioned that the margins would be in the range of 18-20%, which falls short of the current consensus of 22.1%. Now to soften the blow a little bit, Newman did mention that Netflix is nowhere near peak margins. But still, the news didn't do wonders for the stock price. Speaking of which, the stock opened higher at $435.50, but then sank as low as $410.69, before closing at $412.24. It's worth noting that there is some support for the stock at $400. However, if it breaks through that level, we might see it slide down to around $375. On another note, Newman also touched on a couple of other things. He mentioned that Netflix isn't currently interested in live sports. And when it comes to the ad business, he mentioned that it's not really a big player for Netflix just yet. So that's the latest on Netflix. Let's see how things unfold in the coming days. Let's dive into the exciting world of crypto and catch up on what's been happening in the last 24 hours. Here are a few interesting links that you might want to check out. First up, we have some experts who are warning about a possible crash in Ripple. According to them, Ripple could potentially see a 25% drop in its value. It's always important to stay informed about these market fluctuations, especially when it comes to major cryptocurrencies like Ripple. Next, we have news about FTX, a prominent player in the crypto space. They have announced their plans to sell their crypto holdings, including assets like SOL and BTC. It's always interesting to see how different companies navigate the ever-changing crypto landscape and make strategic decisions regarding their investments. Moving on, we have an update on the crypto world's notorious figure, the Crypto Queen. Her sidekick, who was involved in a major cryptocurrency scam, has been sentenced to spend 20 years in jail. It's a reminder that the crypto industry still faces challenges with fraud and illegal activities, and it's crucial to be cautious and do thorough research when getting involved in crypto ventures. Lastly, there have been some significant changes within Binance, one of the leading crypto exchanges. The CEO of the company has decided to step down, and on top of that, the company has made the difficult decision to cut one-third of its workforce. These changes can have a ripple effect on the crypto community and market dynamics. So there you have it, a quick roundup of the latest happenings in the crypto world. Remember to stay informed. Do your due diligence and keep exploring the fascinating world of cryptocurrencies. So let's talk about personal finance and how you can save some tax money. We all love that, right? Well, there are certain incomes that are not taxed in the US. And hey, if you're based in other countries, you might find similar exemptions as well. For instance, in India, if you're a widow, one third of your family pension up to ours. 15,000 is tax exempt. Pretty cool, huh? Now let's shift our focus to the US. Did you know that if you sell investments at a loss, you can actually offset up to $3,000 of your income? It works kind of like what happened with Warner Brothers and Batgirl. The loss from Batgirl helped lower their taxable income. Just remember, there's a maximum cap of $3,000 per year, and you can carry over losses from one year to another until you offset your entire loss. Next up is the sale of your principal residence. This one's interesting. If you meet the IRS ownership and use tests, owning the home for at least five years and living in it as your principal residence for at least two years, you can exclude up to $250,000 for individuals or $500,000 for married couples filing jointly from your income when you sell the property. That's definitely a great way to save some money. 
Now let's talk about some helpful information for those earning income in certain states. Did you know that there are eight states in the U.S. that have no individual income tax? Those lucky states are Florida, Alaska, Nevada, Tennessee, South Dakota, Texas, Washington, and Wyoming. Another state that might catch your interest is New Hampshire. Although it doesn't tax earned income from wages and salary, it does tax interest and dividend income. Just keep in mind that while most states don't tax Social Security income, you'll still have to pay federal taxes on it. Moving on, when it comes to employer-provided insurance, you're in luck. According to the IRS, in most cases, the value of accident or health plan coverage provided by your employer is not included in your income. This includes things like long-term care insurance and health insurance through companies like Blue Cross. You might even get coverage for medical care through a health reimbursement arrangement. Plus, there are exceptions like no tax on the cost of up to $50,000 of employer-provided group term life insurance. Let's make it less complicated. Basically, you don't owe any tax on the amount your employer pays to give you a life insurance policy as long as the death benefit does not exceed $50,000. But if the benefit goes over that amount, let's say $70,000, you'll have to pay taxes on the cost paid by the employer for the extra $20,000. Lastly, when it comes to life insurance payouts, the government understands that losing a loved one can be devastating. That's why life insurance benefits are usually tax-free. However, there are some exceptions. For example, if you cash in or convert a life insurance policy, or if you receive accelerated benefits because you're terminally ill, you might have to pay taxes. So there you have it, some helpful information about tax-free incomes. Saving money is always a good thing, right? Let me share an insightful quote about personal finance. P.T. Barnum once said, Money is a terrible master but an excellent servant. And you know what? He definitely hit the nail on the head with that one. Think about it for a moment. When money takes control of our lives, it becomes a pretty lousy boss. It starts dictating our decisions, our priorities, and even our happiness. We become slaves to it, constantly chasing after more, without considering what truly brings us joy and fulfillment. But here's the thing, money can be a fantastic servant. When we learn to manage our finances wisely, it can help us achieve our goals, provide security for ourselves and our loved ones, and create opportunities for a better future. It becomes a tool that empowers us rather than controls us. The key lies in finding balance. We need to be in charge of our money instead of letting it rule over us. By making smart choices like budgeting, saving, and investing, we can build a healthy relationship with our finances. So let this quote serve as a reminder that we shouldn't let money become our master. Instead, let's strive to be the ones who hold the reins and use money as a reliable servant on our path to financial well-being. In today's episode, we discussed underperforming Netflix and Apple stocks, stagnant crypto market, unimpressive consumer price index, tax-free income options, and a quote from P.T. Barnum. Thank you for joining us on The Morning Download, your go-to podcast for personal finance, economics, and market insights in just eight minutes a day, empowering you to make smarter money choices. Remember to subscribe and stay tuned for our next episode.